All right, so hello again, everyone. Thank you for joining us in Harrisburg. We are thrilled to have you here at The Scholar for the seventh annual book festival. My name is David Kern. I'm the cafe manager here at The Scholar. We just heard from the wonderful Vashti Harrison and this morning, and now we're going to have some fun with two more of our favorite author and illustrators, Jonathan Stoltzman and Heather Fox. They are here for a special story time and a live drawing demonstration for their brand new book, Llama Destroys the World. Ah, afterwards, we will have a special book signing with all of our authors here in The Little Scholar. Uh, but first, let me tell you a little bit about them. Heather Fox is an illustrator and graphic designer, creating an art in pen and ink, digital and gouache. Her art is filled with large quantities of quirk and dashes of whimsy, and she is very passionate about illustrating children's books and traveling the world. She lives here in Africa, PA, Fox's books, uh, Fox's books, uh, children's books include The Elephant's Nose, Llama Destroys the World. Jonathan, Jonathan Stoltzman writes books for kids. Some books are silly, some are sweet, and some are blustery, mixes of both. So, uh, storytelling brings him so much joy, and his hope is that his stories will give readers joy, too. He is the author of Tiny T-Rex and the Impossible Hug, one of my personal favorites, and The Llama Destroys the World. Please join me and give a big round of applause for Jonathan and Heather. Well, good morning. Oh, that was awesome. I think you're all more awake than I am. Um, my name is Jonathan Stutzman. Um, I write children's books. And my name is Heather Fox, and I am the illustrator of this book. So this is our first book together. We love to make books together. We're also married, so that's pretty fun. Um, but this is our first one that uh, came out this year, and then we have a few coming out next year. But we're so excited excited to be here at Midtown Scholar. Can we just have a big round of applause for Vashti, who did a, this amazing job. It's really cool because Vashti and I are friends on like Twitter and social media, and we finally got to meet today, which is really nice. And we're very inspired. Heather and I are both very inspired by the books she makes. So that's really awesome that we could share the stage with her today. Um, so we're going to do a story time for our book. But first, I'm going to ask a few questions. Could I have all the children stand up? Raise your hand if you like dancing. Nice. Do you like dancing? I do. Yeah. Well, do you like silly dancing? Raise your hand really high. Can anyone do a little silly dance in the aisle right now? Oh, nice. I like that one. That's pretty good. Awesome. Some great dancers. Okay, you can all sit down. Raise your hand if you like books. Raise your hand if you love books. Well, we both love books, too. And do you know what's really cool? Where are you right now? In a bookstore, yes, this is awesome. Just look at all the awesome books around you. So that's one of the reasons why we made this book is because we love books. So maybe, since all of you love books too, 
that someday you could make a book. That would be pretty cool. So uh, raise your hand if you like llamas. Oh, llamas are pretty silly creatures, and we love llamas, so that's why we made a book about one. So our book is called Llama Destroys the World. Raise your hand if you want to have us do a silly reading of Llama Destroys the World. Awesome. Well, here we go. If you look at Heather, she is going to be showing you all the amazing pictures that she drew, and I'll be reading the story. Oh my gosh, I forgot. I'm going to need your help. So, okay, the book has to do with the days of the week. So when we get to a day of the week, I'm going to need you to repeat after me. Do you think you can do that? Okay, we're going to practice here. So the first day of the week that I'm going to say is Monday. So when I say Monday, you're going to have to say... And then when I say Tuesday, you'll say we'll go through all the days of the week. And when we get to Friday, which is the day that Llama destroys the world, we're going to have to say in our spookiest, silliest voice, Friday. Friday. Man, those are that's some great spooky voices. Oh, I think you're ready to go. Do you think they're ready to go, Heather? Awesome. Llama destroys the world, written by me and illustrated by Heather. On Friday, Llama will destroy the world. <laughs> I am Llama, proclaim Llama. Monday. On Monday, Llama found cake. Piles of cake. More cake than any Llama should ever ever eat. Dad, said Llama. Llama ate all of the cake. This was his first mistake. Burp. It was an honest mistake. It was a delicious mistake. One of those mistakes that leads to more mistakes and eventually the ultimate doom of everything. Uh-oh. Tuesday. Tuesdays were for dancing, so Llama put on his dancing pants. The pants did not fit. He was still full of cake. But he never danced without his dancing pants. They made his butt look groovy. <laughs> so Llama huffed and puffed and squeezed and stuffed himself into the pants. This was his second mistake. 
And then Llama danced. He jigged. He tangoed. He cha-cha'd real smooth. His rhythm was perfect. His moves were precise. But the pants never stood a chance. Rip! The rip was thunderous. Rip! It shook the house, the trees, and the mountains. It shook the very fabric of the universe. The cosmic vibrations from the ripping pants were so mighty that a black hole tore open. Wednesday. On Wednesday, Lama found the black hole. Dad, said Lama. He had never seen a black hole before. He didn't know what it could be or what it could do, but Lama was a Lama of science. He knew the answers were out there waiting to be discovered. Is anyone else a Lama of science here? Nice. Llama <laughs> read books. He ran complex experiments. He debated with the greatest minds and thinkers he could find. And then he analyzed the data and came to a well-thought-out conclusion. That, said Llama wisely. Instead of warning the world of its imminent doom, Llama decided to do something more important. He made a bologna and cheese sandwich with extra cheese. This was his third mistake. Thursday. On Thursday, many signs of doom appeared in the sky. Flying top hats, soaring teacups, twisting, tumbling, well-dressed turtles. But Lama didn't notice. What do you think he was doing? Thursdays were for painting, and Lama was busy painting his latest masterpiece. Can anyone see what Lama's masterpiece is? He's painting himself. The end was near. Uh-oh. Friday. Friday. On Friday, the world ended. The more the black hole sucked in, the bigger and stronger it grew. The animals flew. The pizzas and bicycles and houseplants flew. And Llama flew too. The black hole swallowed everything up. Every single thing left in the world. Everything left in the universe. Until there was nothing. I am Llama. Can anyone see where Llama is right there? He's very, very small. Saturday. On Saturday, on the other side of the black hole, everything was fine. 
The universe tumbled out exactly as it had been before. Even Llama. I am Llama, proclaimed Llama. The sky was blue, the sun was shining, the world was perfectly calm, like nothing had ever happened. Llama smelled something. Sunday. On Sunday, with the world back to normal, Llama found something wonderful. Piles of pie. More pie than any llama should ever eat. Dad, said Llama. What do you think Llama did with that pie? <laughs> llama ate all of the pie. <laughs> the end. So if you want to raise your hand, we would love to take some questions, and then Heather can maybe do some art. Um, if you want to ask any questions about the story or Heather and her art. Just raise your hands. Here, we're going to start one over here. How did you come up with the llama books? That's pretty fun. Do you want to say a little bit, Heather? So one of our favorite things to do when we're creating a new story is we like to go to diners and we like to eat breakfast foods. So we came up with Llama Destroys the World at a diner at about 3 a.m. We were eating pancakes and Jonathan thought of the title first. Yeah. So does anyone like pancakes? Oh, we got a few people who like pancakes. So while we were eating some tasty pancakes early in the morning, uh, we were throwing ideas back and forth. And I came up with the title, and I thought, hmm, this is a silly title. What could happen in this story? And then Heather drew, I passed the title over to her, and Heather drew a, the cute llama that's in the book, and she'll show you how to draw him really soon. But I saw that llama, and I thought, you know what? I bet this llama doesn't even know he's destroying the world. That's how cute and naive he is. So then I went into the story and, and tried to figure out what um, he did to make the world become destroyed. Okay, up to your left, up here. What persuaded you to start making books? So we actually, this is our first book. And we sold our first book about two and a half years ago. It actually started as, for me, a college project. And I had, I took a children's book illustration course. And I asked Jonathan to rewrite one of the manuscripts I found online. And we made this little children's book about the elephant's nose and how the elephant got his long trunk. But we enjoyed making picture books together so much that we went and we tried, we did so much research about how to get published and we started to go on that journey together. Yeah, and um, like Vashti, um, before I was a children's bookmaker, I was a filmmaker, so I went to school to study screenwriting and making movies. But I just love telling stories and my whole life I've loved books. 
like I said at the beginning, both Heather and I love books, and we love picture books. We think they are just so fun and so amazing. So we just started reading as many books as we could find, and we we caught an even greater passion and love for books. And then we started making them ourselves, and now uh, we do it full time. So it's amazing. Awesome! Right here in front. Up. How old is Lama? How old is Lama? That is a good question. I have never thought of it. He seems. <laughs> kind of immature for his age, but uh, I'll have to think about that. There is a sequel coming out called Llama Unleashes the Alpacalypse. Oh, that sounds like a good one. Um, how many pages are in the book? I think there's 40. Picture books a lot of times go from 32 pages to 40, and there's a few that are longer than that, but ours is about 40 pages, I think. That's a good question. Uh, what's your favorite color? <laughs> we have the same favorite color. Can you guess what it might be? Purple, not purple. No, not blue. You would think orange, because of our book is bright orange, but it's close. Very close. Yeah, it's red. It's red, yeah. All right, over here to your right. What's your favorite animal? My favorite animal is dogs. And mine is a baby cheetah. They're so cute. Uh, We got some more over here. Give me two seconds. I got to rush across the room. We'll have a few more questions, and then Heather will show you how to draw We're going to just do two more questions, and then we're going to go into drawing. How do you you make the book? How do we make the book? So I do all of my drawings. Sometimes I draw on pencil. Sometimes I draw on pen. But when I do all of my final artwork, I use my iPad. There's a special program and a special pencil that I can use that I can draw right on my iPad. And that's how I make my art. And I write in little notebooks. And then when I um, go to send it to our agent or to Heather, I type it up on my computer. But does anyone want to make a book at some point in their life? Raise your hand. Awesome. Do you know what's really cool? Anyone can make a book. And, it, and we're just normal people. I think Vashti would say she's also a normal person. We had no idea we were going to make books that when we were your age, we probably really wanted to. I think Heather and I both made our own little books, and we stapled them together on the pieces of paper. But it's so cool that any of you, if you really, really want to make a book, can practice and read lots of books, and I bet you too can make a book at some point in your life if you really want to. Okay, last question. What is Llama's favorite type of cake? Oh, see, the thing with Llama is he loves all the cakes, but um, what do you think his favorite kind of cake is? Probably one that has multiple layers, very large cakes. I don't think he's particular for a certain flavor. Any cake is good cake. But maybe if you go home for all our artists, if you want to draw a really delicious-looking cake, maybe that might be Llama's favorite cake, if you can make it really tasty-looking. But Heather, do you want to do some art? Yeah. 
Who wants to know how I draw llama? Yeah? I broke it down into some easy steps for myself to follow along. That's good. Awesome. So for Llama, one of the things that you might notice first about him is that he has two really big eyes that are staring at you. So I always like to start with Llama's eyes, even though when I was in art school, I was told when you draw a face that you should never start with the eyes. But I always do. So his eyes two very big circles, and it's really hard to draw a perfect circle, so bear with me. And then you might notice that his nose is also a circle, so his nose goes right between his eyes. And then the fun thing with drawing the pupils is that you can make them look any direction you want. So I think I might make my llama be looking up. And then you just draw them at the top of the circles. And then for his nose, I use an uppercase letter Y. So that goes right in that circle. And then you have his nose. And then his mouth which if you go home and you decide to draw a llama, you can give him any kind of mouth you want. And I think I'm going to give mine a hungry-looking mouth. And then for his ears, you just go from the top of the eye and you draw an upside-down letter U. And then when I draw Llama's hair, I just like to put a big fluffy cloud right between his ears. And then I have to finish his neck and I just draw lines down and I give him little poofs of fur. And then the way that I like to draw hair is I just give him little accents And there we have it, Llama. All right. I just wanted to say thank you so much. You are all amazing. Give yourselves a round of applause for helping with the story. Awesome. Let's thank Jonathan and Heather. Big round of applause for Jonathan and Heather. And Vervashti over here in the corner. Did we all have fun today? Yeah. Okay. So just a couple quick things. We're going to be going into signing line. The signing line is going to be back here. So if Eric can show, wave his little hand over here. You see Eric back here? He's wearing a Midtown Scholar shirt. Now, just please make sure that you have your book with your receipt, parents, just so that we can take a look at that to get in the signing line. If you go in the signing line... If you're in there, we have awesome giveaways. 
a little awesome coloring of a little dreamer here from Vashti here for you. So if you're going through the signing line, make sure you have a book. Just remember that you have to have one of the books to uh, go through the signing line. Thank you so much for coming out for Midtown Scholars Harrisburg Book Festival for our story time today. Hope everyone has a great day. You have been listening to the Midtown Scholar Bookstore Author Reading Podcast. Please make sure to hit the subscribe button to keep up to date on all our newest author talks. After every event, there are limited quantities of signed copies of the featured books. Don't forget to grab your copy today. If you would like more information on Midtown Scholar Bookstore, please visit midtownscholar.com. The Midtown Scholar Bookstore Author Reading Podcast is a free podcast and does not own the rights to any of the readings.